fan. <laughs> Huge poison fan. Not as big as you. I, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I got my issues with Brett Michaels. I know. I know. I know. I, yeah, I they go you. way back. Yeah. I know he's a nice guy and everything, but yep. actually, he doesn't even know who I am, but right. I know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Some some stuff went down. Oh, boy. So I don't hold it against him anymore. No? He was young. He was young then. Yeah. I mean, he's he's gone through a lot. Oh, he has. Yeah. No, he's gone through a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's um trying to keep his marriage together, which is great. I mean, he's a hell of a performer and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I give him a lot of credit because they really did what they had to do to get where they had to get. And um, I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. All right. Good enough. Yes. All right. Well, we'll, we'll have a different band next week. I know we will. <laughs> I know we will. And we're still taking requests. Anybody wants. Request. That's great. Yeah. I could do some Judas Priest next week. Judas Priest. Yeah, I was talking to Eric, right. Eric, the bass player from Trouble Tribe. And we were talking the other things. We're talking today. And he was like, oh, my God. Do you remember when we met Rob Halford, Judas Priest in the elevator at the music <laughs> really? building? Really? And I was like, dude, that's Rob Halford. He goes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Nice. That was really cool. Nice guy. I was, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Super dude. Nice. I mean, he's carrying a birthday cake because one of the, there was another band that he was going to see mm. in the music building that wish him a happy birthday. And I'm looking at Eric. And I look at this guy and I'm like, was that Rob Halford? <laughs> and he was like, that was Rob Halford. <laughs> he was like, hello, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Number, on floor, number seven, floor seven, please. <laughs> there you have a good day. Thank you, mate. That man can scream. Oh, he's good. Oof. Yeah. Yikes. Yep. No, no doubt who no. you're listening to when you hear that scream. Tell you what, you put a nail through my thumb. I'm going to scream just like him. <laughs> just like him. And then we'll just add some music around it. And that's it. There you go. Wow. So how you doing, my friend? Uh, good. Uh, good weekend. Uh, a lot going on. A lot of, lot of things. It was cold. Uh, yeah. It was cold uh, for it was us. Very cold. It was frostbiting material. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very, very dangerous out there. Yes, um, it was. Found out a couple things about the old house and about people's houses and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I'll get into at the end of the day on a uh, was it Saturday? It was Sunday. Um, after I had dinner, for some reason, I just got more energy. I went down in the basement and I have I think I have the original oil tank in the house when they put it in. It's an, it's easily over. 40 years old, really? Yeah, when okay. I got it, it was really rusted. As a matter of fact, when they did the inspection, they said, uh, I'm not sure about this, guys. And so I felt the bottom of the under it and stuff, but it was all rusty or no, it was rusty. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I just tried to pretty it up with some paint. Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah. But I found out after a couple oil, after a couple fill ups, I don't, I don't know what they call is your burn rate. Mm-hmm. When you sign up with an oil company, they try to figure out your burn rate because what they want to do is they want to fill up your oil tank and they do about three months of that. And then they, ha- then they understand how your furnace is working. They know mm-hmm. when you really need oil. Yeah. Right? Yep. So I haven't done that. I was like, I was checking other places out because of the price of oil just went up. What, 325 now? A gallon? Yeah. It's like 325 a gallon now? Yeah, it's, it's going up. So anyway, um, so I was doing 100 gallons here, 120. <sighs> running out of oil. Cunking up this, that, it's just everything. So anyway, long story short. Yep. The gauge on, the, on my tank does not work. Mm. It's an old gauge mm-hmm. so filled it up uh and then my plumbing friend said listen you got to go to uh like a, a plumbing store and you can buy the stuff and it's it's like a degunker you put it in it breaks down the sludge in your tank 
because from the years and years of people using the tank and that they run it real low, sludge builds up in your tank. So there's a there's a solution. It's a it looks like a big it's a big can. You you pour it in before you fill up your tank, your oil tank, and it breaks down the the sludge. Oh, okay. So hmm, never heard of that. Yeah. So I got the name of it. Hmm. The name we could post it. Yeah. But anyway, so I've done that. Da, 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 everything's all fine. So I Sunday night I go downstairs. I look at my meter and I'm like, you know what? The hell with that. Before I spend another hundred and fifty bucks or two hundred bucks to buy these these gauges, you can put on your phone. Like, like it's like an app. You can find out how much oil you have in your thing. Oh really? Let me huh. let me go in there and at- attack this thing and see what I got. Oh my god! I pulled the freaking I pulled the gauge out and it was like Texas crude. It was just Ugh. thick, gunky. It was like, oh my God. Like molasses. Oh yeah. Yeah. Worse. Mm. So I sprayed it all down, cleaned it all off. It's brand new when I put it back in. It was like, and it was, works fantastic now. <clears throat> so I saved a little bit of money. So the, the point of the whole situation is now I looked at the whole situation and I am now getting a new tank in the spring. Oh, really? Okay. I'm going to get the whole new tank mm-hmm. and um, put it in. It's going to cost around 2400 bucks to do that. But for peace of mind yeah, and everything else, do it. I'll never have to worry about that again. No, no it's good. You know, That's going to ride it out. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm doing that. But there are apps, ladies and gentlemen, out there. If you want to know if you have oil tanks, I think you can get them down for, for gas. I'm not sure. But <clears throat> it's an app. And I think it's I'll I'll give you the information next week. Okay. Because I don't have it on top of my head. All right. But it's an app that you have, you put the gauge on, of course, in your tank, but then you don't have to look at your gauge. You can just look at your phone and it will also tell you, hey, you're down to a quarter tank. You're desperately nice. low. You need oil. Nice. You know, you need that. Yeah. So it's nice to get an alert like that when you have to, you know, you don't have to check every single or day. Or if you're not home and right. you're totally sure. forget about it, you yeah. space out it and you're not doing and you're not doing what you're not getting a regular fill up every month. Yeah, so. you do not want to run out of oil in the middle of the winter. Oh my God, and I'm I'm getting it this week, but I'm like, mm. wow, I'm getting a deal, a little bit of a deal on the oil price because I'm going to go with them exclusively, mm-hmm. and I really like these people. Yeah. So, are we ready for a, a <sighs> father-in-law story? Oh my uh, God, are story? we ever? Yeah. All right. Good. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of oil, they ran out at one of their properties. So I said, well, why don't you have it on automatic refill? They said, well, because the tenant was responsible for buying the oil. Well, the tenant left and didn't fill the oil tank. So it went out. Was he required to? Yes. Yes. And they so didn't check that. And they didn't check. And they gave him his deposit back. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yep. And then there was no heat. And there was fear of the pipes bursting and yeah. everything else. Yeah. So on this property, there's two houses. There's like a raised ranch, and then there's an old farmhouse. So it's the old farmhouse that needed the oil. Do I know this house? Uh, yeah. Is that the one yeah, I worked on? Yeah, the old, old one that we worked on that we yeah. had to like re-support from underneath and everything else. And that's yeah. the one, that was the one he rented? Yes. Yes. God, he ain't living in that one. Yeah. So the other house on the property is probably about 300 yards away from the, from right. the farmhouse. They couldn't get anybody to deliver oil right because it was like a friday or a saturday or something like that right so they <laughs> went to the raised ranch siphoned oil out of the tank bucket at a time and walked back and forth back and forth it was in that freezing cold weather they were like 
numb. They're Mom so, and dad? Mom and dad, 80-something years old, these people. And they're walking little buckets back and forth trying to add oil, enough oil to get it started and keep it running for a couple of days. I'm like, <laughs> really, guys? <laughs> Come on. Wow. Life isn't supposed to be that hard. Yeah, I talked to the oil company on uh, for these people who live out down sunny Florida and listen to the show. Mm. We had ass biting cold weather this past weekend. Yeah, really cold. And um, I talked to the oil service company yesterday, and the woman who runs the dispatch on Sunday, she goes, "I just sat home and I dispatched people for on, all day, sure, all bet. day." The phone rang. Yeah, those furnaces were going down. Yep. You know what I mean? crazy yeah not the time you want to find out that there's something wrong it's really cool to talk to plumbers who work on heating systems because you get such a variety of what they think and how they feel and about Mm -hmm. it and then you know i do not like forced hard air i just don't like you have that i do not no that's right we've Mm -hmm. talked about this before what am i thinking yep i have oil um i just don't think they keep the houses warm enough they kick on Mm -hmm. they kick off Mm -hmm. um could dry out your your house pretty good too. I mean, you need like one of those April air uh, humidifiers. Yeah. in that system, you always need something. Yeah, because it's always so dry. Right, so dry. So I'm not crazy about those. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking to a, a plumber friend of mine. We talked about it. What has better BTUs? And he's like, he says oil. Really? Some people say gas. Yeah. I say he says oil. Huh. He says let's. I go. He goes. Well, just put it to the test of your radiators that you have. Well, you, what you got is like superb, right? I mean, that's that's what you want, right? Yeah, it's a shame they've ever, they've actually you know lost popularity. They should not have, right? They can beautiful because now like we have them, mm-hmm. and we made radiator covers for them, right? And they freaking look awesome. Of course they do. So they, they look, look like they go with the house, yeah, for, and it's still throwing off the heat. Yeah, the cast iron is awesome. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. stays warm. We got a big house, man. Yeah. But you know what? Never turn it up over past 62. You can't. Wow. 62. Up- yeah. Because upstairs, it's becoming upstairs is like 70. Wow. 68. No kidding. Yeah. Downstairs. I that's what I did on Saturday during the cold weather because mm-hmm. I didn't. I worked. I learned so much about my house because it was a Saturday that I had to really. It was it was really awesome because. I had really no, I had things to do, but I didn't have to do them. Mm-hmm. And I just I felt great. I went through my house and I was just checking windows. I was checking drafts, you know, and I was doing things around. I just felt like, oh, I just felt so in love with my house on Saturday. And I learned so much about it just by going through everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I was just I was just amazed at it. Now I just going to get some temperatures uh, gauges for upstairs, like a thermostat, not a thermostat. Um, what do you call it? Just something I can see the temperature upstairs mm-hmm. and what it is downstairs and <clears throat> what windows work and what windows don't, what radios work, what radiators work, what, what don't work is efficient, but it's very simple to fix them. Great. I'm just like, I'm just nice. amazed at the house. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. Good old fashioned heating system. Yeah. Yep. Um, there was a couple other things that I can't remember that was, that was on my mind. It was working on. Um, I was thinking about the house and things. Um, it's funny when you live in a historical district. The um, what you can do, what you can't do. Mm-hmm. But when you right. live in the historical d- district and you have a house like that, you want to make sure 
you it looks good. Sure. You don't want to get you don't want to get tchotchke. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. You yeah. Don't get right. Oh. So I can bring this up right now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I can okay. bring this up, All but right. I'm not going to get in trouble about it because it's All true. Right. All right. The Magnolia Studios. Yes. They found someone to do the show on Old Home Restoration. Yes. Yep. It was on TV for one show. <laughs> okay. Because the people that they hired to do the show, they had done three episodes, I guess. Mm. And every homeowner went back and says, they left my our house a mess. They didn't finish this. They oh, didn't do geez. that. Yeah. <clears throat> so Magnolia pulled out of that. That must have taken them like two years to create this sure. old home renovation show. Right. I mean, it's not overnight for sure. I mean, when we talk about money. Yeah. When we talked to um, what was it? Uh, something mansions. Um, remember the guy that we we talked to? It was him and his daughter that were doing the show. Yeah. So on HGTV, remember, he said it took like eight months or even a year just to get it going, you know, before they even started shooting the pilot. Right. So I'm sure this was been going on for a long time for these it people. It wasn't that couple. It was, it was a whole right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, couple. Yeah. 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 No, I'm just referring back to, you know, when he was telling us how long it took, yeah. you know, that they would do something and then not hear anything for like a half a year or yeah. something. And right. So, yeah, I think your, your time frame of a couple of years they've been working on is probably pretty close just hey. to end up scrapping it after one show. Yeah. I mean, oof. Hey, I want to make, make a shout out for Lowe's. Okay, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, I was out there um, last week, mm-hmm. and they just got some really stupid, stupid sales on um, tools. Yes, meaning unbelievable sales on tools mm-hmm. and uh, stuff that's quality. Uh, Bosch, Craftsman, mm-hmm. um, everything that I was looking at, I was like, really that cheap? Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Even the Ryobi was was up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like right, right next to them. So Milwaukee, everything they had, Dewalt's. No, they didn't have Dewalt. They don't have Dewalt there, right? Yeah, De- Dewalt, Dewalt is still up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prices, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Ryo. I, I can't believe a lot of carpenters use the Ryobi. Yeah, yeah. And I've talked to some that do, and they love them. Oh, love them. This is what I heard yesterday too. Check this out. Okay. So my neighbor came over last night for shrimp and grits, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And. Because I love shrimp and grits and he loves shrimp and grits. He's from North Carolina. Okay. It's a cool dude. Yeah. So he comes over now. He's building, uh, he's building a, a retaining wall on the side of his house. He had a real problem from my house because the runoff from my house just floods his basement. Oh, no. But he's got the equipment. So he's dug everything out. He's put the French drain in it's all the way down. He's, he does, he's done a hell of a job. But now he needs a retaining wall on the front. Mm. So he, he asked me, about the stone, what stone looks good. We went over that and we started talking about the landscaping wall. <clears throat> so it's a little bit different from when I did it 25 years ago. Of course, you know, the methods and the, and everything else mm-hmm. have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to whack the process down as you go up and there's other things that they've done now, which anyway, anyway, but it was, it's about, it's about the process that you use mm-hmm. and how when you set when you set your base mm-hmm. that, you know, you need a thumper or they call it. It's a whacker. Whacker. Yeah. Okay. They cost like twenty six hundred, twenty eight hundred dollars. They're very, very expensive. Yeah. And you got to hold on to me because they really, really and they're very, very heavy. Mm. Right. So guess what? When came out with a thumper, really a ground thumper. Yeah. It's like six hundred. No 50 bucks. Wow. All these guys are calling it and, and 
many testimonials going, oh, my God, I bought one of these because my machine was in the shop. Mm. And he goes, it works just as good, if not even better. Wow. Than the huh. Wacker. Wow. So that's how that's going out to the, you know, the grounds crew out there. It's not really a homeowner's thing to buy. But if you've got property and you need one, I actually I could use one. Right. I mean, I really could use one. So I, I got all lit up about that, too. <laughs> So they're like for stone walls too. Yeah, for stone yeah, walls yeah. for like your driveways. Yeah, you know when you need to pack something down. Like if is they all use them. Like the guys who do stonescapes or yep. do any kind of hard Patio, landscaping patios and stuff. Yeah, boom, huh? So I got to look at this because he he told me last night about you know, ten o'clock at night. And I'm I'm like nighty night, y'all. Yeah, I'm ready to go <laughs> yeah. to bed. So yeah, uh, but I wanted to bring that up about that piece. It was just like that's very cool. very interesting. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So so there's equipment out there that's. That does the job for a lot less price. Do you use Ryobi? So originally, when I first started the company, I went with Ryobi. Me too. Yep. Yep. Right. So that was 15 years ago. We are just now retiring the, the table saw. Yeah. 15 years. Yeah. It still works. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you know, you plug it in and it starts right up and then you unplug it and it stops. So, yeah, it's got some, some oh, no, issues switch here. Oh, no, doesn't work. No, no, no. no. We've, we've replaced that a number of times. Right. So, right. Uh, but the poor thing is just, it's had its its last day. Yeah. So we just went out and bought something new. But yeah, no, I used Bryobi and I was very happy with it. I didn't have any issues with it. Yeah. You know, I ended up going DeWalt just because everybody else seemed to. And, you know, once you get into a, a specific brand and you got all that money invested in batteries and stuff, pretty much just stay in it yeah two years ago i throw out the first ryobi battery powered drill really yeah wow that's what i had it was yeah a, you know just the regular drill yeah and i had it for and the batteries were just they were on their way out but the thing was like wow man, yeah that thing was like way over over 20 years old wow it was the gray, amazing yeah gray box yeah blue yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the. Wow. Wow. Huh? Yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah. So tonight I'm going to go to Lowe's because they got Craftsman stuff. I want to mm -hmm. see if they have any more. I, I had the best Craftsman uh, table saw stand up table saw because mm. it came with a tripod stand. Oh, really? Like a, like a tri. It, it, yeah. It yeah. Collapsible. Yeah. You open up. It had a bag you put on the inside mm. and it was great. It was easy to transport. It was very lightweight. I bought it, of course, at Sears, mm -hmm. and the motor crapped out, but I brought it right back to put a new motor in it, yep. and the thing has been... Fa I still have it. Wow. Still fantastic. Yeah. But it's wearing out, you know? Yeah. But I would... Oh, my God. Huh. Great tool. Great yeah. tool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Very happy. Very happy. Mm. Do you want to talk about spiral staircases since you Oh, my God. One? Yeah. <laughs> so I did my first spiral staircase yep. the other day. Yeah. Um. I was lessons, a little nervous about it. Lessons huh? we've learned. Well, you're dealing with something that's very, 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 very heavy. Yes. Once it's all together. And yep. so you really have to think a lot. You got to use a laser. You got to just shoot things and make sure that you're, you're centered and then you're plumb. And, you know, we were all questioning the opening because we didn't have one of their engineers come over. Right. You gave them the numbers and they told you which one it was. and We had to figure it out. Right. So the biggest mistake I made was I was thinking that it was a spiral staircase. It went full circle. But when you think about it, they only go halfway. So they're only a half circle. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we told them that we had a width of like 37 inches. And they're like, fine, perfect. But each tread was 36 inches. So I'm thinking it's 72 inches that I need for clearance. Yeah. And I'm like, I've never seen a spiral staircase that big before. And then sure enough, when we did the half circle, 
It fit perfect. Mm -hmm. Yep. So here's my take on it all. Yeah. Okay. So they got the economy one, mm. which is all right. It's an economy, mm -hmm. but that's three thousand dollars. It's man. three grand. That's yep. not including the labor. No. So not if, if, if you hired Paragon to do it, I'm sure it'd be up there over twenty five hundred. Would I would think? imagine. Yeah. I don't know what they charge for installs, but yeah, you know, sure. Even though they'd be done in a day. Yeah. Cause it takes a day. It takes at least two to three people to put it together. It does yes. two. It, it, actually at one point it was, you came over. I came over. So it was three. Out, yeah. At yep. one point. Yep. Um, but for the most part, you guys did it. By yeah. Yourself. Put yep. it all together. And it, and it, it does take you a day. We would have finished it yesterday if we didn't have to do all that other framing and demo work to get it in. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but here's my take on it. I think, a spiral staircase works really good off outside a deck. Yeah. If you're just going from the deck to the patio with a cocktail in your hand mm -hmm. and you go down the stairs. Um, and this customer is using it for what? Basically to get from upstairs to downstairs to save room and to make a, make a pantry and just try to utilize the space that they have in their small house. Yeah. So they got rid of their staircase going to the basement. Right. Which I would not have done i would have not have done no. that because they're elderly and i had to explain to her very carefully that when you get a spiral staircase you need to hug the railing you don't have that much foot space on a mm -hmm. on a spiral staircase it's nothing like stairs mm -hmm. nothing like them and i find them incredibly dangerous mm -hmm. um, i do too I don't, don't, I don't like going up and down you know you you have to you have to be very very conscious when you go up there mm -hmm. and you can't really have a lot of stuff in your hands mm -mm. you make a misstep you're going down dude oh, you're yeah. going all the way down yep um and you're talking metal stairs and everything else so that's gonna leave cast iron yep damn heavy shit oh yeah oh my god yeah. yep so can they they can work in certain they can work in certain situations mm -hmm. scenarios but if you're doing a lot of high traffic in that house and you're going up and down these things, I think it's just a question of time before somebody gets hurt. Sure. Little kid, you can't let like little kids, no, no gosh, way, no. no elderly people, no, just can't no. do it. Nope. But no limits, definitely puts on limits. It, it's so funny. It's like there's like no code. There's really no code on them, right? Mm -mm, just not that I'm aware of. Because there's no way that their staircase meets code. Like when we have to build stairs for a for right a, for a deck. You know, there's there's very specific codes for that. There's no way these work and, yeah. and, and come to code. Right. There must be some sort of a waiver yeah. because it's a spiral staircase. Because right. those treads aren't wide enough. No. You know, to walk on. You only have, it's almost like going up a small ladder. Right. Is what you have for your tread. Yeah. Because you have nothing from like the middle all the way over to the center where the post That's is. So all you have scary. is like half of half of a yeah, tread. Half of a tread. Yeah. So, I mean, we're down to like, you know, 18 inches. Yeah. Is the not space even, you have? I, I bet up. you. I'll measure I, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I, I, bet, bet, you I bet you're right. It's not even eighteen. I bet you're right. Yeah. So, um, and that's just too small. But they're built solid. They're they're, they're steel. Oh yeah. And they're heavy. They're oh heavy. My God. Mm -hmm. They're moving. Once you once you tap con it into the ground or drill it wherever you do, and then you put it into the into the into the flooring. Yeah. The side, the subfloor. I'm like, it ain't going anywhere. No. It doesn't go anywhere. No. Uh, but you can get more expensive ones. You can get wider ones mm -hmm. uh, with more of a tread. Mm -hmm. uh, the stylish ones, really stylish ones you want. I'm, I'm giving Paragon a plug, but I mean, they're <laughs> out there. I think they're like the number one dealer right now, I think. Yeah, I they think. could be. You know, I remember we brought them up. You were saying I 
had an issue with them. And I did finally remember what the issue was. What was it again? It was they had the address wrong of where it was supposed to be delivered to. They delivered it here, right? They No, they had my street address here at the office, but Old Lyme, Connecticut. So it was the customer's uh, city and state. So there's no such address of Main Street in, in Old Lyme. Right. So the guy came to deliver and he couldn't find it. So they brought it back and then they told me I had to pay again to have it reset. Which was what, 150 bucks? Oh, it was like a couple hundred bucks. It was like over $200. I kept saying, that's not my address. I didn't agree to that. And they said, well, you should have looked over the paperwork and seen that and made a, made a correction to it. I'm like, okay, my fault, my fault. So that, that was, and, and, you know, Paragon said it's a separate company that does the delivery. So yeah, it was out of their party. Hand. Yeah. So yeah. it was out of their hands. Yeah. So that was, that was the thing I had an issue with. And that was, that was upsetting. Oh my God. My buddy, I, I can't even, I have to actually talk to him more about it, but his gas furnace went down and it was horrendous. It was like he had, a, he didn't have a supplier. He didn't have someone who was, running his machine he had to go online and try to find somebody mm -hmm. found somebody fixed it he left 15 minutes later the machine went down again i mean his house was like 43 degrees in the house people were freezing mm. um so we canceled the guy's check because he didn't come back really oh then they hired, they hired a third party company to, to chase him over the money <sighs> to get the money and he had to pay them and then pay the company to come back and fix it it, oh, it was terrible a total total nightmare that's terrible no you got to when you get any kind of heating system or stuff like that you're putting in the house. Mm -hmm. You, you got to have someone's got your back. That was the first thing I did when I bought my house, and I I didn't I didn't know this boiler. I saw the I saw the ticket and mm -hmm. it worked and put it in. Yep, I called them right away. Absolutely, you know. And then I I learned it. I learned the system, and that's as a homeowner, you should learn your boiler. You should learn your hot water heater. Mm -hmm. You should learn how your ship runs. Yep. I tell this to homeowners, too. This is the first thing. And it's surprisingly. How many homeowners know where their water shut off? Right. We house? talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Most people don't. They have no idea. They have no idea. Nope. Which is like the most essential thing you need to know. Yep. If you burst a pipe. Especially if you have city water. Exactly. Because that never shuts off. That will not <laughs> shut well off. Your well will eventually go run dry, you hope. Right. But, <laughs> but right. city water keeps it coming. It will just keep coming. Yep. Keep coming. Yep. And you need to know where your shutoff is. You have to. Right. There's two shutoffs. There's one in your house. And if you don't pay your, your bill when you have city water, they shut it off at the street. Right. And that one you don't need to really worry about. You need to find <laughs> no. out where the water is on yeah. the inside of the house. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, you definitely should know. You should know. And you're right. They should learn some of the major mechanicals. Yeah. You know, just to have some sort of idea about it. Yeah. How your ship runs. Right. You should know where your breaker panel is, your breaker mm -hmm. box. You should know all your breakers, what runs what. I'm still learning. I got problems on my, um, like there are outlets, I should say, that don't work mm -hmm. that, you know, because we waived some of the, some of the inspection. Right. Because um, he wasn't going to do it anyway. It was a pain in the ass. <laughs> you might as well just do it yourself. Yeah. Jerk. Yeah. But. You know, you and I know guys in the trades and they're going to go and they're going to try sure. to find it, fix it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I feel more rest assured about things like that, mm -hmm. you know, really, honestly, because um, I know. Right. You know, and yeah, you should know. You should exactly know. You should definitely know. You should also have a fire extinguisher uh, on every floor in your house. You should. You know, yep. you should have one. 
Yep. Whether it's an old house or a new house or whatever, you should have one. Everyone should know where it is. Yep. Um, don't hide it. Mm-hmm. You know, like in the kitchen, absolutely. You need one. You mm-hmm. gotta have it. And, uh, yeah, I was just talking the other day to uh, a plumber I know, and he had a little grease fire that happened. Uh, it was on his grill, but his grill was also too close to the house. So it just, yeah. So everything just started to erupt. And he's like, I should know better. I should have had a fire extinguisher somewhere. He's like, I didn't have one anywhere. So he had to run and grab the hose and put it out. But it's grease. Yeah, it's grease. So what do you use? What do you use in the house? You don't use? Um, No, I don't. Flour. Flour. Okay. Flour, baking soda, whatever you can do. Yeah. It's a powder. They try to extinguish it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that's water, just it just spreads it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think you say you let the the grill part just burn burn itself out. You know, until yeah. the grease was burnt out. Yeah. You know, close the lid and just let it go and then just <laughs> got got took care of the vinyl. So yeah, crazy. Funny story. You gotta have a fire extinguisher. Funny story. Okay, good. So when I was living all by myself down in, in you know, Uncasville. Yeah. I'm over there and I had this roommate of mine. I cannot remember his I cannot remember his name. But I tell you, if we were ever in a hide-and-go-seek contest, we would win because he was so skinny he could hide behind a broomstick. <laughs> I swear to God. And very intelligent, loved to read, but he had a drinking problem. All right. Right? So, and he, he, had the, he had this problem. Like, he'd have a good car, and then he would sell it, and he'd get this piece of shit that he'd drive home, and it's just like clunkety-clunk, really, really a clunker. Yeah. And then my buddy Chris, who knew cars, would come over and fix it up for him. And then, you know, he would always just he'd always do something. So he comes as funny as hell. I'm sleeping. It's like middle of the week. I'm sleeping all of all of a sudden. My bedroom door bursts open and he's standing there. He goes, he goes, Jimmy, what? Go, Macazo fire. What? Macazo fire. I'm like, so yeah, I got to look. I don't know what to do. Says, oh, so I go downstairs and his car's on fire. His car yeah, is on fire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to. What are you doing? He goes, I got one. No, get the flower. What? Get the flower. Ah, give me the flower. <laughs> Go put the flower because uh, I'm standing there in my freaking bathroom. <laughs> so he goes running outside. He goes, right? Yeah. And it's now just smoldering. Yeah. So we go, see, your fire's out now. <laughs> and, he's just, and he's staggering. He's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you fucking drove home. <laughs> so I go upstairs. And all of a sudden, I, go, I hear him in the kitchen. I go, what are you doing? And he runs by me with a cup of water. I go, what are you doing? And he goes out there and he goes, he throws like a Dixie cup of water on it. <laughs> and he's just staring at it. And I'm like, what the hell did that do? Yeah. yeah. He's making dough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they freaking dumbass. Uh, and then he takes the car, he gets another clunker. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm like, so what do you do? Like sell the car for I don't al- alcohol or something? Dude, probably. Yeah. I don't know. And took that person's. Oh my god! So he gets shit. He buys this. Oh my god! Yeah. Just like Adam Sandler <laughs> says, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. This was just like awful. Oh, uh, leaf springs broken. Things all tilted. Oh man! And I'm like, nice. he goes, he goes. I'm not even gonna register it, dude. <laughs> you have to register this piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. Like, I gotta register. I'll be fine. <laughs> no, you're not fine. As soon as he pulled out to the main street, yeah, stay true. But whip, whip, oh, right no. took oh. it away. Yeah, bye. Yeah, stupid ass. And then you had your own place and a bicycle. <laughs> Ride your bike. Ride your bike. And I had the right. hill from Montezuma. It was like straight up. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. He moved. He actually moved back to Lowell, Mass. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Or he could drive any kind of clunker. <laughs> they don't care. I don't care. No. no. 
So that's my funny story. Nice. I like the story. Jimmy, yeah. I have fire. <laughs> I have fire. <laughs> the cars are fire. I don't well, know, hear what I how we said it? Yeah. Car. car. The cars are fire. <laughs> the cars are fire. <laughs> drunk or not drunk? Still, still true to the Massachusetts lingo. Lingo. Yeah. Accent. That's what yeah. I was going for. And he, didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't, he drank Budweiser. He Ooh. didn't drink Sam Adams or other shit. No, no, just a straight Bud no, guy. Was a Bud guy. Bud guy. All right. Fair enough. And then come home and read a book. <laughs> I swear to God. Really? Come home and read a book. And read a <laughs> I love this book. This book is so good. Yeah. <laughs> you ever read this one? Really? Into thin air. That's a good book. It is a good book. <laughs> Could he tell you about the book after he read yeah. it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's impressive. I mean, I don't know how he did it. Yeah, that's he impressive. Even walk. And then wow. he's got the book. Reading the book. <laughs> I sorry. I got four more, cha- four more chapters. <laughs> good night. <laughs> uh, I think on that note, we're going to say good night okay. as well. Yeah. All right. Okay. So See everybody, you. join us next week. Please share this uh, program with your friends and family. Yep. And people you don't like. Exactly. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.